everyone, and welcome back to the Culture Cubes podcast. I am here with Larry again, and uh, we're actually going to be doing a deep dive into something that Larry mentioned a little bit last episode uh, about the difference between team building and culture building, and also what team bonding is and what that can mean for your team. So to start off, I just kind of want to define each of our, our uh, elements here. So team bonding, let's put that kind of like ranked at the bottom. I'd say team bonding is uh, basic connections to your coworkers. Sure. These are things like conversations at the coffee machine or uh, work lunches, even just icebreakers before a meeting can deepen connections with coworkers, but aren't necessarily intentional. They're just kind of part of the office routine. But I still think there's something there's, I still think those things are important. They are. A water cooler conversation is something that is really important for teams to, to start to work well together. You know, when, when everybody was in the office, um, it was, it was, Conversations like that, it was it was socially gathering around, um, you know, a lunch table or whatever that allowed you to to be able to walk up to somebody's office or somebody's cube and, and knock on the door, right, and say, "Hey, I need your help on this." Um, that that team bonding is is I think the basis for what we're talking about. But like you said, you know, it is definitely the the base, right? It, it's it's um, it, it should be the minimum of what you're trying to achieve. When you're when when you're trying to have people work together successfully, yeah, I'm imagining this like a, a pyramid here. It's like just because it's it's at the the base doesn't mean it is at the bottom or is any less of a priority. But it may be something that happens a little more naturally than something like team building or culture building, which definitely requires that intentionality and thoughtfulness into planning planning i think so. that's a great way to put it i think team bonding is largely something that happens naturally right and and you can you can absolutely encourage it if you go out and do a team dinner or something like that um but it is something that happens fairly naturally but you still have to be careful about how it develops because you know depending on depending on who's talking to who and when they're talking to them you need to make sure that those relationships are developing positively um, so that so that you start to foster some level of positive collaboration and communication. But I think that's probably where you start to see the transition from team bonding to team building. Before we dive into team building too, I would add that team bonding is still something that can happen remotely, but it does also require a little bit more intention when things like a water cooler conversation can't happen as naturally as it would in an office. Uh, it's still doable. Things like afternoon uh, happy hours or uh, tea time with your uh, fellow employees. This can be also co-working, uh, all kind of mutually working on a progress on mutually working on a project in a Zoom call can be ways to facilitate that bonding in a natural way, even while considering distributed teams. Very true. All very true. So what about team building? This is a, our next our next level up on the pyramid. Team building, again, as you said, is something that starts to be a little bit more intentional, right? There, there are usually some sort of planned activities that helps people get to know each other. It sort of forces people to get to, to know each other a little bit better. 
you know, and, and that could be anything from you know traditionally like a ropes course, which you know if that's your thing, great. Uh, it can be it can be a trivia night. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways that you can encourage team building that that starts to encourage those relationships to develop. Um, it's a little bit less natural and it's much more intentional, um, which is which is important. I would add that it deliberately steps outside of a work setting as well. That is an excellent point. Yes. Team bonding is something that can happen at someone's desk, whereas team building is typically a a separate event or activity that is trying to specifically dive into relationships beyond just the work environment. 100% agree. Uh, Larry, do you have a... a do you have a favorite team building activity? No, not usually. <laughs> One of the things we talk about when when we play our games, when we're starting to warm up our games, is how we, we do these like simple little improv exercises to sort of uh, help people get a little mentally nimble. And I always like specifically call out that we we're not going to do things like two truths and a lie or something like that that are that traditionally find their way into team building experiences one way or another because everybody somebody always ends up embarrassed like and it's usually me you know i'm usually <laughs> the one that goes like i have no idea what i'm gonna say but team building activities are tough they're very tough to do well um whether you're in person or you're remote so uh no i don't really have a favorite one i would also say it's very tough to find team building activities that work for everybody uh, for instance, I am terrible at trivia. Please do not. Like, no one needs to be on my trivia team. I will just bring you down. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Like, I will still have an okay time, but I'm just, I'm not good at it. I'm never going to be good at trivia. And it's just, it's not my favorite. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's one thing that I've learned throughout this process um, that that finding something that everybody will have fun doing or everybody feels included in doing um, is, is really difficult. It's really, really difficult. I read an interesting study a couple of weeks ago that talked about those ropes building courses and talked about how, you know, even though those, uh, even those have become sort of a standard for like, you know, big companies who are trying to do team building out in person, um, they, they, those tend to be just as difficult as two truths and a lie or whatever it is for a certain percentage of of your workforce um because there you know there are people who don't like to do physical things don't like to be outdoors whatever it is um but once you get into a situation like that it's hard to you know, once you're once you're sort of hoisted out into this situation it's really difficult to say hey I don't want to do this right so even though it's um even though it's become a standard and, and, and people say that it's, it's a, a really great activity, um, it, does, it's, it takes a lot of work and effort to find something that's really going to make everybody feel included in what you're doing. Right. I would say not every uh, traditional team building activity is approachable uh, for everyone. It, it can be for some. I'm thinking also like work sports teams, like work volleyball or basketball teams. Uh, I I'm also not athletic, so that can be difficult to approach as well. What is culture building? So I find that culture building builds off of the concept of team building. And I like to talk about what we do specifically as culture building, even though 
I think there's an argument for, for people to say that it is team building. For me, culture building is really, really, really the prioritization of intentional connection. And that's not something that happens immediately necessarily. It may not even be something that happens after one session. Culture building is something for me that is really, really intentional. It has to be something that is uh, worked toward. It has to be something that is built. Um, and it has to be something that gets buy-in from everybody. Culture building can be the most rewarding of, of all three, team building, team bonding, or, or culture building, because it really helps teams come together as a group. We use a lot of organizational psychology in, in the games that we play um, and the surveys that we send out and all of that. And, and really what, those, the, all of that, what all that information helps us understand is um, a concept called transactive memory. And what transactive memory says, very generally, is, is that it basically helps people understand what makes a group of people a team and not just a collection of individuals. That's what culture building is. Culture building is building, is really, really building a team and working at it and understanding what the team dynamics are so that you can continue to build on that over time. And we'll absolutely dive into transactive memory more in future episodes, as that is a very important premise uh, to having a functional team. Beyond that, I would also say that culture building is not about meeting a quota. Oftentimes, team building activities happen to de-stress or to get away from work for a little while, which has its benefits, and I do not want to diminish that at all. However, Culture building has to be about a long-term strategy, not just a checkbox every few months of, oh yes, it's been a while since we've had a team activity. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Of course, we'll be diving much more in depth into what culture means for your team, what specific elements of culture your team should be focusing on, uh, and how to focus on those elements in future episodes. But that is about all of the time that we have for today. So thank you, Larry, for talking a little bit about the differences between team bonding, team building, and culture building today. Thanks for making me think about those things a little bit more. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs>